Being a parent is one of the toughest jobs out there. Trying to balance life and a career to support your family is no easy task. It's no secret that families need daycare to make sure their children are learning and are cared for. But what actually happens inside a classroom? Do educators have favorites? Are my children actually learning? These are only a few questions that we are going to try and answer here on Dear Daycare Teachers, a Daycare Unscripted special series where we invite two or more early childhood educators to discuss and shed some light on thoughts or concerns you may have. So for our first episode of Dear Daycare Teacher, we have a parent from a mommy group from Facebook who has a concern of sending her child to the daycare because her child has numerous allergies. And to help me answer her question for today, we are joined by Jennifer Massa and Alex Lamontang. Hi, guys. Hi. Thanks hey. for being here. Thank you. Thanks for having us. All right, so I'm going to start reading her um, question. Dear mm-hmm. daycare teachers, I am a mom of a 15-month-old who has multiple allergies. So wheat, dairy, egg, peanuts, tree nuts, to name a few. I'm horrified to send my son to daycare because of it, so I have been holding off. I would love to know how do you deal with this. Also, how do you deal if kids in the class are eating their regular meal and the child with allergies wants their food? He notices when other people eat different foods than him. So I think she has two questions here. We're going to divide it into the first one is, how do we deal with allergies in the classroom? Who wants to take on that? Jen, do you want me to go first? Yes, go ahead, Alex. Um, Well, I can totally understand their concern. Um, It's super nerve-wracking. I mean, I'm not sure if it's their first child, but I think that no matter what, your first experience with a kid with allergies is super challenging and super hard, and I feel like... It's hard at home, so I can't even imagine what it's like for a parent to send their child out somewhere else and have other people take care of their child with that added uh, allergy. But if it's any concern, like most daycares, I think most, I would say all, are pretty strict about allergies. We're, you know, like we're prepped on it. We're told about it. We're reminded about it. And if we have a... You know, if someone's preparing the meals, they're also involved. Most, if all, and all classrooms have, you know, a sign with the child's photo, Mm -hmm. their specific allergies, the protocol to, you know, go about if the child has an anaphylactic reaction. Um, I think what's important here is just having an open discussion with, you know, directors and educators and really understanding the whole situation and letting everyone know, like having no gray area of, can they eat this, can they eat that, really having, they can have this, they can't have that. Um, as little area for error as possible. Just having open discussion with the parents also. I'm stressing to the, to the daycare staff that how nervous you are. And as educators, directors, kitchen staff, we're just as nervous 
about allergies as the parent is, right? Like you don't want to have an allergic reaction Mm -hmm. just as much as the parent wants to try and avoid that as much as possible also. Right. Uh, There's also, I think, policies that every daycare has, like Alex had said about it. And I think that as a parent, right, correct me if I'm wrong, Jen, because I'm not a parent, but it's just to be clear as to what those policies are. Because I know some daycares, like where I work at, somebody cooks the food. So I think it's a bit more um, easier, I should say, to kind of control what's in the food as opposed to like a catering Right. There's those. There's always that options when it comes to daycare. So I think that too. You know, ask questions. Keep asking questions. Is it catered? Mm-hmm. You know, is it um, somebody cooking the food? And what's the system? Like I know there's in in CPE Dorval. There's like a, a sticker system that we follow, right? So I, I'm not sure. Are there any other systems like in the daycares you guys have worked at before that actually works for allergies? I, I think it's policy. Um the mini staff policy that the child's picture and information and allergic reaction needs to be posted around the classroom in every classroom. Um, So that's reassuring also is that it's not like, yes, every daycare does have their protocols for it, but that there's also a ministry protocol that needs to be followed as well. Right. And that, um, EpiPens need to be accessible and not locked. They need to go everywhere where the child is with yeah. the child. The child is in the gym, is outside, is in another classroom. Um, there's a lot of systems in place. There's a lot of steps. I'm an allergy parent. Ellie had, she has an allergy, and she had an additional allergy when she was younger, uh, which she's outgrown, mm-hmm. and. Working at the daycare, I knew the systems and being there was reassuring because I can, I could also keep an eye on things. But for parents of children with allergies, don't be afraid to ask questions. Don't be afraid to ask as many questions as you need if it's going to put your mind at ease, if it's going to relay any information that you think is necessary. I think as parents, sometimes we worry that, oh, am, I, am I being annoying? Am I asking too much? Am I getting too much information? Am I contacting the director, the educator too much? There's no such thing as that. If this is going to take some of your stress and worry away, call them, reach out. That's what we're there for, especially in cases of allergies and safety concerns. Yeah. Alex, you want to add something? To add on to what Jen had just mentioned, I think it's nice also the two daycares that I've worked at, <clears throat> pardon me, um, always had a chef that was making the food, right? So mm-hmm. I feel like that also, like Jen said, removed an element of stress. And I think it also helps that there are already certain foods that just can't be in a daycare, right? So for example, nuts, like nothing with nuts, yeah. nothing will be ordered with nuts, Um so that's one element that's taken off the table. And then as for additional allergies, you know, wheat, eggs, fish, stuff like that. Those are things that can always be substituted for other things, which is nice also. But it's, all, it's nice to have someone who is in charge of that, in charge of the kitchen, is focusing their entire energy on that. And then you've got the educators that are focusing like solely on the child. And then together, you know, when lunch comes around... Mm-hmm they relay each other the information and stuff. But I feel like it, it takes away that stress from the, the educators. And like Jen said, 
and I can speak from experience, the last thing I want is to use an EpiPen. You know, I know how, and mm -hmm. we're trained on it yeah. so intensely. We have so many CPR um, courses and things like that, and it's covered in there. But I never, ever want to have to administer it. So if I can do anything I can to avoid it, that's what I'm going to do. And you also, you never really want to have to use any of those things you learn in CPR courses because it's scary. Mm -hmm. Like choking too. Like, I don't know, like I'm segueing here, but like I never want to see a child choke ever. So I'm still cutting grapes all the time. It doesn't matter what group I'm in. I'm always just so nervous. Yeah. yeah. So I think it's one of those things like we're also scared. It's almost like we have precious cargo. Like it's just like get it exactly. to the pain at the end of the day, the child like intact, like yeah. It's just as scary. And I think that sometimes parents think because it's not their child, we don't care. Mm -hmm. But I think there's that added element like, oh, my gosh, this this isn't my child. Like, I have to be extra careful. Yeah. And it's our job. That's our responsibility. Mm -hmm. Like, right the moment that you drop your child off to us. I mean, we take these things very, very seriously, especially allergies. Uh, I mean, I also think that it's also... The responsibility of everybody in the classroom to double check you know what i mean it's not just the person that's preparing the food's job to make sure but the more eyes that's double checking the more people you know making sure that the that it's okay for the child to eat it the more you can spot like mistakes because it can happen right we're not uh super humans Exactly. Accidents happen. Mistakes happen. I, I remember when I was new to the field, I had a girl in my class, I think she was allergic to eggs. And so I was really cautious and I was a little bit nervous about it. So I remember for the first like three or four months I was working, anytime we got a baked good, I would go and check with the chef. Can she have this? What was substituted? And I would tell the chef all the time, I don't do it to question you, to second guess you. I don't do it to be annoying. Yeah. I'm just nervous mm -hmm. and I just want to double, triple check. And I'm sorry if that annoys you, but that's just what I need to do to put my worry and my stress at ease. So as a parent, it's the same thing. If you have any doubts, any questions or anything, don't be shy, ask the question. And to be a devil's advocate to that also, because Alex and I and Robin are fortunate to work at really reputable daycares yeah. who follow government policies but unfortunately there are daycares who try and cut corners and who are maybe not as vigilant with things and so with that being said if you're a parent and you find yourself in any situation where you're you have questions you have concerns you're wondering about how there's a policy or protocol in place but especially in terms of anything related to health and safety you can call the mini style at FME and you can ask. Just because you're calling doesn't mean that you're placing um, a complaint or that you're trying to cross the daycare. You can call and just mm -hmm. ask information and they will give you information in regards to their policies and their laws, which daycares have to uphold. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I mean, the internet is there too. I'm sure if you do you know, enough research in like the Ministère de la Famille, you'll see the regulations and you could even call it out if you see it's not happening in the daycare where your child is. Just, mm -hmm. I think that's, that's the thing. I think that's another thing. You could be very honest and say that, well, you know, this is what I know based from what I've learned, mm -hmm. and, you know, people working there or the educators or the directors also sometimes, you know, they're humans too. They need some um, reality check 
honestly. Exactly. They need to be checked. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it could be the silliest thing. Sometimes it's the most minor loophole that they're trying to to get through. But if you notice it and it's something that affects you as a parent, you know, hey, say something. Yeah. It could also, it might affect someone else, you know, and they're not mm-hmm. stepping forward and saying it either, you know? Exactly. Yeah, like other parents might have the same questions as you are and you could be that parent that actually asks it for the rest of them. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Which brings me to, because we know there's a lot of um, um, kids also, you know, when celebrating birthdays and stuff and bringing in, like, for example, cupcakes. I think it's also good to mention for those parents to be very mindful of what are the allergies in that classroom. You know, what you need to mm-hmm. be looking for. Right. I know with when allergies, so with peanut and nut allergies, obviously, I think it's safe to say all daycares are peanut and nut yeah. free. Mm-hmm. So when bringing in cupcakes or ice cream or something for a birthday party, it needs to be peanut nut free. But there's other allergies in the class as well. Eggs, for example, mm-hmm. a lot of children have egg allergies. Anybody who is bringing in peanut free cupcakes, oh, yeah. If there's an egg allergy in the class, that child can't have it. Mm -hmm. So speaking from my experience, when Ellie was allergic to eggs, I always had um, egg-free cupcakes in the freezer. So if there was a birthday and they brought cupcakes, then they would take it out and she would have it. And it wasn't the exact same thing as the other children, but at least she wasn't feeling left out. But like you said, Robin, ask the educators, what can I bring? Is there any allergies in the class? Any step to help the child who's got the allergies feel included and to have the same snack as everybody else is appreciated by everybody especially the child so just taking that extra step to ask is going to be beneficial for everybody Mm -hmm. and I feel like since we've been in elementary school I feel like allergies are being taken so much more seriously do you know what I'm saying like I feel like yeah you go to the grocery store now and I see like that little logo no peanuts on almost everything, on everything which is yeah. nice it also it takes the it takes the work out of it like okay great like at least I know that's not in there then you can go check the other stuff I think people are way more sensitized to the topic mm-hmm. of allergies and right. I think that more and more other parents do care because we had this one parent at uh, the previous daycare I worked at. Mm-hmm. She was a whiz in the kitchen. She made, like, such good, like, baked goods and things like that. And she would always ask, like, oh, does, are there any allergies, like, besides peanuts? Are there any dairy allergies? Are there any gluten allergies? Are this and that? Mm-hmm. And she would always go that extra step, and she would make, like, either a full batch, no egg, or, like, a little one on the side for the kid that, for example, that couldn't have dairy also. You know what I mean? Like, it was just that nice little extra step. And, you know, that we were just lucky because that parent was good at baking. But I'm sure if you go to the grocery store, if you go to, like, health food stores too, they've got baked goods sections that cater to, like, gluten-free, nut-free, egg-free. And even go online, like you said, like Google, there's so many things. Like, I just bought a pack of Betty Crocker cake mix once. And you can substitute the eggs with, like, I think it's a cup of applesauce. It's true. Or a few mashed bananas. And yeah. honestly, debunked, it doesn't actually change the taste. It's actually pretty good. No, it doesn't. And it doesn't, like, they, they puff up just the same. So, mm-hmm. I mean, sometimes it's just nice to go that extra step. Like, even as an educator, if you're doing a baked good activity, 
just find something that you can swap out the eggs for or even better find a recipe that doesn't even call for eggs so that even the child that has an egg allergy or nut allergy anything can participate and yeah i just think that it's not that hard and i think we think in we think that allergies makes everything complicated but if you really take the time to stop and look like there are ways of going about it that everyone can be included and no one has to be left out and what a great learning experience for everyone, including the child. Like, you know, picture your child is saying, like, I really want these cupcakes for my mm -hmm. birthday. Mm -hmm. And as a parent, you're thinking, oh, well, I can't get those because there's an allergy in the class. Like, how do I go about this? Just explain right. it. Children are so empathetic and so caring about their friends. Chances are if you tell your kid, well, we can't get those because Johnny is allergic to eggs and he can't eat those your kid will not look at you and say, well, too bad for Johnny. Oh, and explain and then learn about allergies and learn about the importance and being safe around it and create that awareness amongst the children. Yeah. Just to add on to that, like, like Jen said, I think we shouldn't hide allergies from other kids. Yeah. We should definitely bring it forward. And, you know, like if the, like the mother said in her question, I believe she said like, um, yeah, we're sort of answering her second question, which is... Oh, sorry. Yeah. It's okay. Uh, wait, what do I'll we wait. do with the kids in the class who's eating regular meals and her child wants the food? I think we kind of touched on that mm -hmm. also. Like that being said, teaching them about their allergies mm -hmm. and making them aware that there are things, food, that they cannot eat. I mean, for the rest of their lives mm -hmm. sometimes, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's important for them to have those experiences like that. Mm -hmm. Um. And to understand, like, yes, I understand as, as parents, we want our children to have the same opportunities and for things to be fair. You hate for your child to miss out. But unfortunately, when your child does have an allergy or a special need, there is going to be opportunities where things are going to happen like that. And so learn that, use that as an opportunity to learn and to explain it to your child. And like you said, Robin, children with allergies they're gonna have these allergies yeah. their whole lives so we can't shield them exactly because what if one day they're placed in a situation where they don't have you there mm -hmm. looking out for them yeah but even other kids yes exactly like other kids i feel like love not that they love to police but like they're there and they're like they're the, like they have their own like hawkeyes and they're like watching everything mm -hmm. like i remember mm -hmm. one time and i mean here we go like it happens like we said like there are slip-ups there are instances where um we're kind of you know we're dealing with a bunch of kids and there was one kid in the class who was vegetarian and i had given that child uh the meatloaf and i gave and i set it on the table and another child came in and was like oh wait so and so can't have that yeah and i was like ah oh, you're right and I took it back and, you know, nothing bad happened. But it's just like if you teach your students about it also and if there's an open discussion at home about, you know, some friends can't have this because it'll upset their tummies and you know, break it down in a way that the kids can digest it, that they can understand it. It doesn't have to be too complicated. Just some foods hurt their tummies. Some food make them sick. Yeah. And kind of play it on like when you're feeling sick, you don't feel good. So we don't want our friends to feel sick either. And that way mm -hmm. they can understand it and they're there to protect their friends and they're looking out for each other. So I think... And just think of how that explanation can lead to, you know, in daycare, things are really protected and there's so many measures in place in elementary schools as well. But when 
at lunchtime in elementary school, you're eating with mm-hmm. your friends mm-hmm. and you might have an egg allergy, but your friend really likes egg sandwiches. You're not, you, that's when as a child, it's like, okay, but I want to eat with my friends. So to just create that awareness amongst everyone so that when your child does get to elementary school, they already know the steps they need to take to be extra vigilant. And for the other children as well, if you explain to your child, you know, your friend has an allergy to this, just make sure you're extra safe. That responsibility is being placed on both children. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Oh, Mm -hmm. I love those responses, guys. Ellie actually had um, an incident where she was given... um, hummus by accident at the daycare and she did have an allergic reaction to it it was nothing extreme she came home and she threw up and then had a rash all over her body and and hives which went away after like 10-15 minutes and it was an accident it like we said it's unfortunate but it happens sometimes and she remembers that experience and she understands her allergy more because of that experience so now she's extra vigilant when we go to people's houses, we go to birthday parties, or if it's a new food to ask, is there sesame mm-hmm. in that? Because she'll remember, I don't want to get sick like I was. Yeah. So to answer that mom's question about how, you know, what what do we do if the child is eating a different food than everybody else? Or just if the talk of, of allergy comes out, just give the information, make it age appropriate and give the information. Yeah, I remember, I remember the first time that I had a child that is allergic to eggs in the classroom and um, I always have the four to fives and it was it was a bit heartbreaking you know as an educator to see that child not being able to have the cupcakes you know and would have like the apple but at the same time like Jen said and like Alex also had mentioned that it's a great learning experience and then we also taught her that she needs to always take her EpiPen with her so part Mm -hmm. of like um, school readiness to go to kindergarten that summer she carried her EpiPen with her all the time and she knows that every time we go anywhere she's going to ask for the EpiPen and she's going to carry it herself and I think that's very important too that their kids know where their EpiPen is in case something actually happens in kindergarten they could tell an adult and be like it's in my bag or something like that or you know it's Mm -hmm. always there handy but I feel like Mm -hmm. that's also a learning experience right like we're teaching the kids, the kids are getting taught by their parents, but kids can also teach other kids about, you mm-hmm. know, I mean, like, for example, like, I feel like we should teach our kids if that have allergies to have no shame about their EpiPen mm-hmm. because it's just there to protect them. And that having other kids see it will just create awareness and then more room for discussion. So kids can actually, in their own words and in their own way that other kids will understand teach the other kids that they need this for their health and so i think that like you said allowing kids to carry it around of course at an appropriate age like i wouldn't give a toddler their own EpiPen, but having them you know talk about it and having an open discussion with their child will make everything easier and i mean i think sometimes some parents don't want to talk to their kids about it because i think especially if it's your first child with allergies it can be overwhelming a touchy subject overwhelming and like you're nervous that you'll hurt their feelings and things like that but I think that if we just openly talk about it Mm -hmm. and don't hide anything you'll like honesty is the best policy I feel like I said that last time too but like the more you talk about it and the more discussions you have about it the less room for error there is for everyone absolutely and it just normalizes it and it places the responsibility on everyone's behalf Mm -hmm. 
at work the other day, I was looking for something in my purse. So I put my purse on the table and I was taking something out and I took out Ellie's EpiPen because I always carry it with me. And a couple of the girls were like, what is that? And I was like, oh, great. What a great topic of conversation. So I showed them what it looks like. I explained to them it's a huge needle and what would happen. And they were so concerned and so worried and really empathized with the situation. I was like, well, that's why she needs to be mm-hmm. careful. And that's why we need to be careful. And the next day, one of the girls asked me again, she's like, do you still have that thing in your bag? And I said, yeah, I carry it with me everywhere. So that was an experience that marked her and that made her realize the severity of things and place responsibility on her. And I think that's great. The more that the more people you have on board and the more people you have normalizing the subject just creates more safety Mm -hmm. for the children with allergies. I actually have a question sure. for like for you and Jen. I just remember when I was in elementary school, we had this one parent, the same parent every year. And at the time, I don't know if allergies were just like less popular or not less popular, but less talked about. But there was this one child in our elementary school and her mom and dad would come in every day and it was called allergy day. And that parent would go to every single class and they would talk about allergies. And I remember they made it so fun that like oh, wow. we were so excited to like we're like oh my god allergy day like and it was the same story every year and it was the same but kind of almost like a cpr test for kids like it was just like a, a a reminder and like the whole story was like it was a seal that was allergic to fish that was like at a zoo and he couldn't have the fish like his other seal friends but there, there was a new zookeeper and then like he gave him fish and he got super sick you know what i mean like bite sizes like kid friendly but that's the thing like I think that's something that I remember allergy day like teachers talking about it parents coming in so I think like that like Jen's story like perfect example of like passing it on to someone else and like like I don't know how you said it Jen but um putting the re- normalizing putting, yeah it. but putting the responsibility and, almost yes. like passing the torch like she now knows like who is she going to tell next or if ever the, the situation arises she knows what to do or she knows who to go get you know so it's nice. That's a great yeah. idea. Mm-hmm. I think every daycare should have an allergy day and yeah, just talk just... about it and have a parent even, well, maybe when we're allowed, like, you know, have a parent come in and talk about it. I remember, sure. uh, you guys want to add something else? Or I think, uh, I think we have answered her, her question. And I just want to tell her, you know, do not be horrified to send your 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 kid to daycare there's so much resources in daycare you as a parent can also learn from especially mm-hmm. the educators and if there is something that you know she's curious about or any parent listening that's curious about it i think like alex and jen had both mentioned ask questions i think that's that's it ask over and mm-hmm. over again and if you feel like you've asked a hundred times honestly i don't know about you guys but personally as an educator i love being asked yeah. Oh, I love too. being asked as opposed to not being asked and then like doing whatever you feel like doing, you know, because our classrooms have obviously different rules. We have different age group in terms of like um, children and the way we explain things are like very different from like a 15 month old to like a four year old. So I feel mm. like if she just maintains the open communication, I don't think she should be horrified to send him to daycare no totally agree yep and also if if her and her child have anything at home i know the child is young in this question but 
any learning tools you have at home, for example, like books for circle time or books for nap time, mm -hmm. send it to daycare and have the educators read it at circle time. And I feel that also will make the child feel included because things that are being discussed at home are being dis discussed at daycare. And then all the other friends will hear the same story and that creates another link and another bond. So mm -hmm. just all like any, like meshing the home life with the daycare life, I think is super important. Like you said, ask the questions and, or let the educators know that they're allowed to ask questions too, you know, like have that mm -hmm. two way street. Exactly. Open communication is just the biggest key to success. Yep. And we're more than happy to help. We're more than happy to tell you. More than happy. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you guys for joining me and answering that. Such great brainstorming. And I really hope that this helped our mom to feel a bit more reassured that her son is going to be taken care of and be safe in the daycare. All right. Thanks, sure. guys. No problem. Thank you. Thank you. And there you have it, guys. I hope that we are able to help and that we have answered your question today. Parents out there listening, if you have any questions, concerns, or you're simply curious about what actually happens in your child's classroom, please message me at Daycare Unscripted on Instagram. I hope to catch you guys again next week on another episode of our special series, Dear Daycare Teachers, here on Daycare Unscripted. <laughs>